Hello and welcome to the Mind Affinity podcast. This is part two of my chat with Raj Sharma. If you haven't listened to part one, you might want to go back and have a quick listen to that now before you carry on. Either way, I'm really looking forward to the last part of this podcast where Raj really shares his thoughts and wisdom with us. So, check it out after this. The mind is capable of amazing things and yet so many people use that immense power to hold themselves back. Imagine what you could achieve harnessing that power and using it to push yourself forward. This is the Mind Affinity Podcast, the place for advice and inspiration to help you empower yourself. I like, I don't, I like to um, have a wide range of friends. I think these days it's, it's much more prevalent is that people put themselves into camps and tribes and uh, groups and sometimes that can cause conflict with other groups <laughs> and i've always you know been amongst all of those groups uh and and that's not as to sort of curry favor with everyone it's naturally what i'm like you know i don't like conflict and i don't like um you know uh, misrepresenting anything you know that i how i see it so i wouldn't sort of go on the back of someone else, another group, and, and saying that, yeah, this is not right or that's not right. I take things as they come, and that's been my biggest strength, really, is to take, treat everyone fairly. I love that. I, I, I get that. I used to, certainly when I was at school, I used to flit around between so many mm. different social groups mm. and there was crossovers between some of them and such. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's so much benefit to be gained from mixing with different people and different mm not just sticking with the same people with the same mindset, the same beliefs and expectations. Actually, there was a couple of things you said there, both around kind of um, you, you describing what other people say about you uh, and also you talking about mixing with, with different people and being accepting. And there was something that you, you said, actually, just as a, I think mostly as a joking passing comment, to be honest. Um, so I needed some printing done. I got my designer, Simon Clements. So for anyone listening, uh, you may have already listened, but if you haven't, head back and check out my chat on the podcast with Simon Clements. Uh, I'm not sure what episode it is, but it's there somewhere. So look back and you'll find it. Um, and uh, yeah, Simon did the work. I got Simon to email it directly across to you and kind of introduced you to over email. Um, and your response was, ah, uh, oh, you know all the best people. <laughs> and I said, no. I just know lots of people, but I choose to work with the best ones. <laughs> um, yes, I remember that. I yeah, remember that. that absolutely applies to yourself and to Simon and, and to many other people. And that's true for business, but it's true on a personal level as well. I choose mm. to spend the, a greater amount of my time with the people that I resonate with best, people I can yeah be the best people um and that's not necessarily always just the people i get on the easiest with sometimes mm. it's the people that i don't necessarily get on so well with but they challenge me and and yeah. that in itself is important that's, that's not true i don't have time for other people yeah i do I, I love new people and people in general but yeah spending time with those people that you really value who help you to grow and help you to feel good and positive and give something back that's important isn't it it is yeah definitely definitely you know uh shout out to simon he's he's a you know first and foremost he's a great bloke you know he, he we we work in the similar uh, sphere and um i'm always supportive of that and try to I'll, I'll give you an example i went to a network meeting where there was a printer 
he introduced himself as another printer and uh, when we broke for coffee I was the first person who went to speak to him and shake his hands because you know you, you can gain more by working with people rather than seeing them as competition and that's all part and parcel of what I said earlier about you know having uh, not fitting into groups sometimes people box themselves into groups which are away from their competition and I'd rather box myself with them because together you can learn and grow faster awesome absolutely um i'm currently working with another hypnotherapist that also specializes in anxiety um, mm. <laughs> as well as other things and i do yeah. have, well so there's enough difference in our approach and what we do but also enough similarities we can support each other and i'm currently working with her she's awesome yeah. um yeah. so yeah it's the the opportunities that can come from being open and being prepared to embrace and accept because there's there's enough like in in, in yeah. your case we're talking about printing there's mm. enough businesses and people that need stuff printed <laughs> like yeah it's not like there's a ceiling on the number of people you've got a capacity yourself anyway well, that's right yeah and and if you strive to do the best possible that you can do that's the only thing that you can really work on you know you can't really work on uh how do i get work off someone else you know you have to concentrate on what you're doing how good are your services what is your product and uh, within any industry printing as well there's going to be niches and differences where you can then work with other printers to deliver a full service to your customers make sure that you've got the best service you can possibly have make sure you're promoting it in the best way you possibly can mm. to look after itself exactly exactly and, uh, and I often think that if you lose a customer and they go to a competitor, someone that you've been working with for a long time, then that's your fault really and not that competitor's. Yes. You know, why did that happen? And you have to understand those things. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes that happened for, for a reason that isn't important to you. So, you know, for mm. example, that could be that, oh, they went with that person purely because they were cheaper. Well, yeah. the level of, so I, I know this as a customer of yours, I can mm. say, the level of service you provide and the way that you work if someone's willing to swap just for price then well you'd just be constantly battling against yourself yeah well that's right yeah keep them so you don't need people like that um you want no. going to keep coming back to you because what you provide way way outstrips what you uh you, whether or not i could save a few quid here or there on it you know exactly exactly and your prices are normally very competitive anyway so you know. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so so what's your biggest challenge now then? I think my biggest challenge now, um, you know, is uh, oh, is the new world that we find ourselves in, yeah. uh, and and uh, it, it is a new world. Things have will have fundamentally changed, uh, you know, in terms of ourselves and our our businesses. Um, the first change I think that we, we, we need to face is amongst ourselves. You know, the challenge we, we have to, you know, uh, I think that we all have to become, um, and this is like an analogy for ourselves and our businesses in that we have to become, uh, more, more fitter, more flexible and agile as do our businesses. Because I think that this is a wake up call for many people in that how think fast things changed you know that lockdown for and um in many respects it's been a good thing because it's allowed us to reflect on maybe you know um years and years of 
you know, neglecting certain things that needed changing, things that, you know, weren't working, but we were too busy to sort those out. Um, you know, suddenly the business factor came out of it. You know, the government says you can't go out, you can't open your shop up today. So suddenly you're not busy anymore. Um, and uh, I think that um, the, challenge, the challenge for me now is to, um, you know, get back some of the old principles and things that we grew up with. So going back now to, uh, you know, the, the, the family thing, really, like, you know, some of the things that, um, and I've done some posts around this recently, you know, one of the, some of the things that we used to do before, you know, are coming back now, you know, in terms of um, speaking and being in contact with family more, in terms of, you know, controlling costs, being very careful of like, you know, not having a carefree attitude as to what we're spending, for example. You know, uh, I, um, I did a post on Facebook describing things that we did in, um, in the early 70s, you know, when we were growing up. So we did things like we didn't used to go out a lot. We didn't used to go to restaurants. We kept in touch with family a lot. We used to watch the news. And I did that post because that list was exactly the sort of things that we were doing again in lockdown. And um, so that's the challenge really is to, is to, you know, to, to make sure that our, we and our businesses survive in, in, in the new world, the new, the new world as I see it now, you know, there's a lot of changes. For example, one of the major things now is that people will be doing the same things that I'm talking about. People will be watching costs. They will be being very careful of where they go, what they spend, you know, who they spend time with. So we need to, as people and businesses, need to fit in with that, look at what the trends are. People will be working more at home. Uh, how does that affect our businesses? How does that affect us relationships? So that's the major challenge at the moment is to trying to adapt. You know, and uh, what I see happening in the next four or five months is that you know, adapting phase. And that's going to be a major challenge for all of us, I think. Hi, I'm Raj Sharma. I run a commercial print business in Warwick called R-Print. And uh, we're now in our 18th year of helping our customers get known, liked and trusted by using the power of print in their marketing mix. So what does that mean? Really, we look at print and we look at how it can create the outcomes that you want for your business. So we look at which print fits best in for you to achieve your target audience and get the outcomes that you want. So I'd love to speak to you if you want to have print as part of your marketing strategy. I can be contacted on sales at rprint.co.uk or look up rprint on Facebook. A couple of elements I find interesting. One is looking back to look forward. Mm. Uh, you know, looking at actually what's really important. When you strip mm. away all the stuff of modern life, you look back at what you used to do in the 70s when you were growing up in a family and why that mattered and what was important and how that helped you and how you can bring that forward with you into a new age mm. where we've got the technology, the fast pace, the ability of rapid, rapid change and development, but doing it in a way that is true to those roots and those values. Um, I think that's an, a really nice way of looking at it. Something that I said numerous times right at the start of lockdown, and I think it's possibly even more true now than it was then, which is change is inevitable change is going to happen and change is naturally uncomfortable to us as as beings because you know change brings uncertainty and if we're uncertain that means we need to be on guard mm. 
that's a natural thing and it's a good thing to an extent because you need to be ready for whatever comes your way what's powerful about that is that the hardest part of creating any change is taking that first step and embracing that uncertainty Hmm. in this situation the uncertainty has been thrust upon us Hmm. and yes that can be scary But that also means that the opportunities have been opened up for us. It means that now, more than ever, we've been thrust out of our comfort zone into that place of uncertainty, which is a place where we can be far more creative than we ever would be if we were comfortable, because that part of the brain doesn't need to be as engaged if we're in a safe surrounding. Whereas when we don't know what to expect, we need to be ready to adapt to whatever comes our way. Yeah. Beautiful state to be in. And that creates way more possibility of where we can go with this. Hmm. And you're right. Things are fast paced now. Change can happen in an instant. Yeah. But like, could you imagine if we had gone through this lockdown process without the internet, like without the devices that we have now with, yeah. you know, with, with what you had in the seventies? I mean, great. You would have had a fantastic family around you at that point. Um, and that probably would have made it a lot, lot easier. Hmm. but there's so many challenges as well that having the ability to connect the way that we can now and learning and information at our fingertips whenever we want it Hmm. and we use it to just look at cat videos and there's nothing wrong with looking at cat videos (laughs) but there's so much more that could be done with it right yeah yeah no it's true and uh, it's like one example is just how we're uh, chatting today on zoom you know this is it's not a new technology it's it's been around for a while hasn't it and but we never used it because we didn't think that you know it, we didn't want to i guess learn about a new thing we didn't want to embrace we didn't want to um find different ways of doing something not that not that we were going to lose that way but it's only when we lost that way then we said we've got to use this now and uh it's a shame so before lockdown i used to see clients online i used to um see therapy and, and coaching clients online um but it was a few yeah that couldn't make it to see in person um since lockdown i've well i i moved out of my office um <laughs> so currently i've been doing everything online um with well with no exception to that uh no i've not seen any clients in person at all since the end of march basically mm. yeah um and it, and it works. <laughs> and like yeah. a couple of things I've had to adapt to do things a little bit differently. Um, yeah. But it works. And it's yeah. not, uh, I think that, I think it's because, you know, we, we were scared of, of hearing, um, you know, and, and this won't apply to you, <laughs> but we were scared of hearing our own voices, seeing <laughs> our own, seeing our own uh, images on the screen. And it's like a fear, isn't it? And uh, I know that you've been talking against, against that and the opposite of that for a long time now but it's taken us like the likes of me you know the lockdown to be able to accept our you know voices to accept us on camera and to expect accept you know doing videos and and, and things like that and uh, so in many respects it's been you know those forced changes have been good for us and i think that they've raised confidence i certainly wouldn't be able to talk like this four or five months ago uh, it's just not was out of my comfort zone. I could talk f- happily face to face like this. It just wouldn't have happened a few months ago. So massive good things have come across, come with this as well. Absolutely, and it's very easy to 
to look sideways and to think, oh, it's all right for them or it's all right for these guys. They've got this or they've got that. And, mm. and that's something I heard a lot of at the very start of lockdown from, yeah. interestingly, from very different people. So there were, you know, friends I knew that were in furlough, uh, on furlough rather, they were still earning 80% of their wage. They were able to sit around and drink cocktails all day in their garden in the sun. Um, real example. Um, and... Yeah, they were absolutely loving it. But I also know people that were in a very similar situation that could have done that. And they were saying that they, they were just frustrated by the fact that they were not able to work and that they were stuck there and they were complaining. And then they were looking at other people and going, oh, well, it's all right for them because they're still working. Mm. And you had other people that were still working that are going, yeah, but I'm putting myself at risk constantly and it's all right for them. <laughs> they're sat at home just drinking alcohol. Um, <laughs> everyone's got different challenges and different um approaches to what has gone on and what's still going to be going on the thing that makes the difference in my experience from a lot of people that i've spoken to that have been struggling at the start of lockdown and aren't so much anymore um uh, being the main examples is that how they approach it the mindset they take is what makes the difference mm. and if you go into any uncomfortable situation thinking how can I make the best of this? What can I learn from it? And what does it make possible for me? Then you're going to come out of it in a much better place mm. than when you go in there thinking, I'm never going to get through this. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Right, Raj, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it's nearly time to say goodbye. Um, it's wow. been chatting with you, it really has. Um, so we've just got enough time for me to ask you one more thing. So we'll be right back after this inserts your advert here so raj if you had the entire world as your audience right now what message would you share with the world what one thing do you want to get out there to everyone the main message that i i would share with everyone is to um i would urge people to look at the position that they're in at the moment and to compare it with you know others compare others in the world you know around them you know locally nationally internationally and see where you are compared to others and i think that you really you know people in in in, in the uk people like you and i you know we sometimes don't do that we don't look at you know how fortunate we are the opportunities that we have how you know people literally die trying to get the same opportunities that we have and i think that that's very important that's why i would say to the world is to look at the situation that you're in and see what you can make of that see what you can uh, improve by improving yourself and helping others and i think that's the key to you know achieving any dreams any plans etc that you have is to look at where you are now and look, compare yourself to others and see, um, you know, try to accept the, the fortunate position that you're probably in. I like that. See, so there's, there's a lot of thought out there in the, in, in, in my industry, I guess. Um, and people talk about not looking sideways, you know, don't look at others, stop comparing yourself. And I think that that holds weight. There's, there's power in that. But I think it's often misinterpreted and what people tend to do and what people mean, I think, with that phrase is 
stop comparing yourself to those who you perceive to be better mm. um because it is a perception we tend to look at you know the the highlights that someone's putting out there on social media and not appreciate what goes on behind the scenes mm. we're looking at our outtakes and the things that we don't like and focusing yeah. on that to make the comparison mm. so not comparing yourself to those based on shallow perceptions shallows may be unfair perceptions of what you believe them to be mm but actually comparing yourself by recognizing the fortunate place that you're in, the benefits of being you and where you're at, looking for those positives and using them to create opportunities. Mm. Recognizing that actually, to be fair, if you're sat watching, watching this podcast, listening to this podcast, mm. already you've got some advantages that other people don't have. You've got a smartphone in your hand or you're listening to it on your computer or whatever it might be. That mm. means you've got access to an entire world worth of knowledge and ways to help you change your thinking and do mm. things differently. So yeah, I like that. Compare yourself to others, but do it looking at those positives and what you can learn from it and take from it and make from it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. Raj, it's been so lovely chatting with you. Thank you very much for coming on and I hope to speak to you again soon. Thank you, Duncan. Thanks for uh, having me and uh, speak soon. Thanks for checking out the Mind Affinity podcast. Really appreciate having you here. If you're looking for more value from Mind Affinity, search for our Facebook group, Empower Yourself and Others, or head to mindaffinity.co.uk to find out how else I can help you to empower yourself.